Well, welcome to Raven's Heart live stream tonight. Our guest can be best described as a cornucopia of talent. Her name is Monica Soe. She is the front woman and the founder of Aseity. Now, Aseity is much more than just a music project. It's actually a confluence of many different streams of creativity and talent. So we're going to dive into each of those streams of creativity and talent. Grab your water wings because we're going to dive right into tonight's must-see live stream right here on Raven's Heart. Welcome, everyone, to Raven's Heart this evening. This is your Thursday night must-see live stream, and I have Monica Sowey with me, and we already have viewer participation. I love it. We've got Tiffany McGinnis-Shelton from The Last Trumpet. I think that's up in your neck of the woods, isn't it, Monica? Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, <laughs> Tiffany. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany says, hey, Glenn. Hey, Monica. I absolutely love it. Hey, for all of our viewers, I see it. I love the numbers coming up by the eyeball at the upper left hand of the uh, screen. Remember that you can participate by asking your questions. You can ask Monica a variety of questions. And we've got some awesome music to preview tonight. And the artists love to hear the comments on their songs. Monica, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I understand that it's getting a little bit of dark, a little bit dark and thundery up there in North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. I'm like looking out the window now and it's like the wind is going and it's getting darker and so I'm just like, oh, hopefully, hopefully I don't lose you. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll roll with. I got plenty of music in the bank to play here in case things do go out and we'll, we'll just take it as it comes. So, can you share with us how did this idea for the project Aseity come about? Well, I've always wanted to do music. Um, I've always liked metal. <laughs> I think I got started at a young age um, and I've been singing for a long time. And I think pretty much since high school, I kept trying to like start a band and um, it just was never working out. Um, you know, other kids my age just weren't serious. And I was like, I was like, but I, I like to sing, I like music. So I want to like, make this something and they they just weren't into it so i always struggled with that and so it's been like kind of just like a really long process um and then i came up with a cd last year and kind of got started on writing music and stuff for that so you know, it's interesting that you say that you came up with a CD last year because when you listen to your music, it sounds like that you've actually been around for a while and doing this. It's very seasoned, very professional sound. And we're going to get to some of those songs in a few minutes. Seity, that's a very interesting name. It's actually one that I had to look up in the dictionary. Can you explain to everybody what that means and really what that means to you? 
So aseity means um, pertaining to God. It means self-existent. Um, so God was not created. God always was, always is, always will be. Um, and usually, like, whenever it's used in a sentence, it's people will say, like, the aseity of God or God's aseity, something like that. Um, and so... I guess for, for me, it kind of means like from nothing because like I pretty much like I had a rough life growing up. So like I pretty much come from nothing. <laughs> so, um, and you know, God is the only one that's gotten me through everything in my life. Um, so it's kind of funny, like how I, like, I didn't even know that that word existed. Um, and when I was trying to figure out a good name for this. I was just like Googling like biblical terms that weren't like lame and all the like good ones were taken. And I just like randomly found this word and I was like, Oh, that's a cool word. So I looked up the meaning and I was like, okay. I did some diving into scripture this week on the aseity of God and just studying that his self-existence that he didn't need to create any of us or anything to be God. He is God. That That's mm -hmm. just it. I am that I am. And it just made me want to worship even more so that he is that awesome. And that you are just really working hard that it's you and God doing this. I want to continue to encourage you in that, that he is supplying everything that you that you need to do this. Uh, he's supplying you, he's supplied you with your talents and with your giftings. And that's one of the things that I really want to kind of focus on tonight is your talents and your giftings. Cause there's a, there's a whole lot of things going on here more than just, uh, more than just music. So how do your different streams of creativity, um, flow? I mean, there's so many things going on with a CD. Can you share with us those different aspects of what this project is? So basically like everything that I do is, well, of course, like some of the music. So like I play piano um, and then obviously I sing, right? <laughs> and then I write the lyrics and the vocal melodies and stuff like that. Um, but then I also do like the graphic designs and like pretty much like any creative ideas for like music videos and stuff like that. So I've just been kind of, I think I started doing graphics and stuff in high school. Um, I was into like Kingdom Hearts and like all of the forums that they used to have and stuff. And so like I would design stuff for that. And like I've just been doing graphics since then. Um, so that's pretty much like what I do in a CD. Um, and then my guitarist, Rob, he actually does like some of the marketing and like other like business things. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to have help, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause so, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, none of us is self-sufficient and in of ourselves, only God is self-sufficient and uh, the things that we cannot do, he supplies the help with that. And it's always been interesting in my life to see how that's happened, how he brings people alongside uh, to help with the different projects that I've gotten involved in. So with the creative process, I mean, you do graphic arts, you write music, you do music videos. How does this all work together? Is it sometimes when you're doing a graphic 
art piece that maybe some lyrics to a song will come about, or maybe you're writing a song and an idea for a graphic will come about. How does this all work for you in, in the mind of Monica Soe? Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a like, mystery, people. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just kind of happens. Like, um, I don't really think of, like, the song per se, like, when I make a graphic for it. So, like, this song that just came out, um, I just kind of went, like, for the graphics, I just kind of went with um, the fact that Taylor Barber's in it. Um, I just kind of had like in my mind that I was going to do like this black and gold, um, thing. <laughs> and then I just like made it distorted because it looked cool. I kind of just like play with stuff until like it looks cool to me or I like it. So there's not really like a formula or <laughs> like anything. <laughs> I'm just kind of random. <laughs> That's great. There's freedom in that. A lot of freedom in, in doing that. And, you know, when you were discovering your talents, which did you discover first? Was it the graphic arts? Was it the music? Which one of these did you discover first? Probably singing, because I've been singing since I was like little and I've always really liked it. And then like, I think um, Evanescence's first album came out when I was like, I think I was like 10, maybe can't remember what year that was but <laughs> but um, yeah that kind of like inspired me to like sing more because like I just really liked her voice and the piano and stuff like that so yeah I'm looking forward to and hoping that Amy Lee is going to be coming on tour with Evanescence and Lizzie Hale around the area real soon I just heard that they were announcing a a, a tour that's coming out. So really yeah. looking, really looking forward to that. And, you know, as I was studying your stuff and, and taking a look at everything that you do and preparing for this, it really started to remind me of the parable of the talents that you find in Matthew 25 and Luke chapter 19, where uh, the master uh, gave the servants a number of talents and you had one that had five, one that had two and one that had one one that had five and two, they went out and they did something with it and they gained more talents. And then the one that had one, he wasn't too excited about that. So he just kind of buried it in the earth and did absolutely nothing with it. And did you discover that as you were doing this, as you started to move in creativity, that God gave you certain talents? And then as you started to work on one, others started to develop more? Honestly, I've never really thought about that. Surprisingly, like I've never like, related that you know to that like scripture and everything so that's interesting that you say that um because now that like i think about it i'm like okay so the singing kind of like led me to playing piano because i learned piano when i was 10 um as well and then um which later on like i was in choir in school and i was in band and like all of that so yeah, so that makes that's that's pretty cool. Like that, <laughs> it's, it's kind like of the way. <laughs> yeah, kind of the way our God works. You know, it's one of those things to think about. And I do have to ask this question: What instrument did you play in band in school? I played clarinet. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the teacher, I'm pretty sure the teacher hated me because I wanted to play flute, and she was like, "Yeah, you're not good enough for flute." So. <laughs> 
Like, she just stuck me with clarinet. <laughs> there are so many musicians that I've had the privilege of interviewing that played an instrument. They were in marching band in school. And you, me too, yours truly here was in marching band in high school as well. I was a trombone player. And um, I often oh, you, joke about... you were one of those. Okay. I was no, one I'm of those. Kidding. Yes, yes, yes. I played <laughs> piano as well. Uh, my mom wanted me to be a musician on Broadway in New York because I lived really close to New York City. I was like, well, they don't make much money. Well, it really doesn't matter now because I still don't make much money. I could have gone either <laughs> way with it. But I get to do cool things like this and, and uh, interview awesome musicians and artists and, and talk about Jesus. I mean, I really, I really enjoy doing that. And how is it that your faith influences your art? Well, I think it's because like, I have like, I mean, everybody has like their battles and stuff and things that they've gone through. Um, and like, no matter what has happened in my life, like I've never lost my faith. And um, like, I didn't really have a dad growing up. And so like, I always viewed Jesus as my dad. Um, and so I think like, it just makes me like, whenever I know that there's people out there that don't have him, um, it just makes me sad. And it just, you know, it just makes me like the reason why I sing about like things that I'm singing about is because like, I want people to know like, Hey, like this is some like real stuff that people deal with, but like, you're not alone. I like how you don't sugarcoat things in your music. It's very forward, very um, in your face is what I would say. And that really puts you on the heavier side of the spectrum of music, you know, metal, hard rock. How is it that you would describe the music of a city? Um, the music is probably more like a mix of Veil of Maya, which is like a really um, riffy type of metal style they have like crazy guitar riffs um and then evanescence as far as like the singing and stuff so it's kind of like if you push you know mash those together um that's probably the best way i would describe it i like how that you're influenced by these bands but you have your own unique sound you've taken what's influenced you and in your mind and in your heart, it's all been fused together into this unique thing called aseity. And I know everybody is waiting for the music and that's what we're gonna get to right now. You just released a song called Silent Whispers. Don't let the name fool you people. It is not silent, it is <laughs> awesome. It's gonna melt your face off. It's called Silent Whispers and you did it with Taylor Barber. Can you tell us a little bit about what this song is about? So Silent Whispers is basically about um, oppression. Um, I like, as a woman, like I faced a lot of it growing up. Um, when I was younger, I didn't really understand it. But then like, as I got older, like, um, you know, living in the South, they have more of that like old fashioned mindset where they think like a lot of the men think that like, oh, uh, a woman has like a specific job. Like she's supposed to, um, be submissive and like stay in the kitchen and like that kind of mentality. And they just don't respect women as much, um, based on my experience. Um, I've worked at like car dealerships and stuff like that. And I always got treated differently. And so, and then even in relationships and stuff, um, I've had bad relationships where the guy always was like, Hey, like, 
you're the woman, like you're supposed to do what I say kind of thing. And, um, and I, you know, I just, I was never like vocal enough about it. Um, and so that's kind of why I wrote this song because I'm just kind of like, okay, so basically I have compromised what I believe that, you know, everyone should be treated the same. Um, and I'm not standing up for that. So now I'm going to. That is a major problem that is all throughout the United States. It takes different forms in different areas of the country. I'm not from the South. I'm from the Northeast, from the Connecticut area. And it, it manifests itself in different ways uh, in the Northeast. And it is a major problem in all of the places to find the problem. It's a big problem in the church. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, because women have been placed in this uh, position of being lesser, which they're not because in Galatians chapter three at verse 28, <laughs> Paul made it very clear. There is neither Jew nor Greek, nor is there bond nor free. Neither is there male or female for all ye are one in Jesus Christ. He makes it very clear. And I'm very excited about some of the things that I've seen God doing, especially uh, Tiffany was a part of this here in Charleston uh, with Get Revelation Rockfest, where the entire show was opened by the ladies of Rockfest and the women. They tore up the stage and they led the charge and did some huge, huge spiritual warfare here in Charleston, South Carolina, where, you know, it's kind of like it is up in North Carolina, where it's, you know, the women's place in the church to be quiet and everything like that. I think those mm -hmm. days are over and God is really moving on women to come out of their shell because. I mean, my goodness, you take a look in scripture, <clears throat> you know, some of Jesus's primary disciples and the movers and shakers of the kingdom were women. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people, a lot of people forget that. So let us take a listen to Silent Whispers. And those of you that are watching and viewing, please leave your comments and we'll get to those after the song. This is Silent Whispers by Aseity with Taylor Barber.
<laughs> wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> many, uh, many of my friends know this. I have been kind of vertical on my back for the past week. Like this is kind of uh, uh, horizontal on my back and this is my first day up and I am awake and I feel really good now. So we got some awesome <laughs> comments here. Uh, we've got uh, Christopher Shelton. Oh yeah. Get it. I mean, that was amazing. <laughs> and I, I can guarantee you that Christopher was just tuning right into those distorted vocals and those growls. That was sick. I mean, <laughs> that was insane. <laughs> and then we've got uh, Diggs BTW. Hey, what's up, G? I think he's talking to you, not me. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> wow that is what a, what a song how did the um how did the coordination come about with um with um taylor there um well basically um like do you mean like as far as the songwriting yeah or and like the songwriting getting, okay. the yeah the compilation everything like that yeah so basically like i just did a demo of my lyrics and vocals um for him to just track to um and then i just told him what it was about and then i was like all right do your thing <laughs> and so he just you know that's what he came up with so wow that that was really amazing and we have to do this we do this for every song that's approved of here at lithos cry that is uh, let me take the comments off here. There we go. So you can see it. Totally Mac the Metal Dog approved from Lithos Cry and Ravenheart. Raven's Heart. Uh, <laughs> he uh, approves of that completely. What an amazing, amazing song. And um, your voice just carries through that so, so clearly. And I understand that you just had to do some things to help your voice out a little bit, that you had some difficulties with your voice. Can you uh, share with us about that a little bit? Yeah, so I have um, what's called silent reflux. It's um, just a type of acid reflux that you can't really feel, but it'll like affect your vocal cords. Um, so it'll just like make you really raspy and stuff. Um, and for some reason, like recently it got triggered and I don't know if it was just something I ate or I don't, I don't remember because um, it's hard to like keep track of that stuff. Um, so I've like been trying to do some vocal rest and then um basically like i kind of thought okay well maybe it's my diet which kind of is like you can't really eat fatty foods um i think i was just eating too much like mac and cheese lately or something <laughs> <laughs> um so you know it's i i started taking um papaya enzymes and i think, which I have to get tested. I've got to do some blood tests and all that. But I think that my pancreas, for some reason, is just not making the enzymes. Okay. Um, and so like, it's just causing my digestion to not work properly. Um, I don't know if that's true. That's just like Google, right? Um, but I mean, I've been doing like a lot of research anyway on this. I'm just kind of naturally like a researcher. Um, but I think that's what's going on. So I'm going to have to, 
you know, get to the doctor and get that straightened out. But yeah. Yeah. And Christopher Shelton agrees. He says reflux sucks. You can tell yeah. he's a songwriter because it rhymes. I, I don't think there's anything that he does that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't <laughs> rhyme. You know, it's amazing how your digestive system can affect your voice. You wouldn't think mm -hmm. of that, but all the impacts on it and everything like that. And I'm sure as you were Googling and researching, researching on WebMD, you, you probably came up with the worst case scenarios as well and uh, started uh, getting a little bit concerned about what was going on. Is your voice back in order now again? Yeah, I have days like kind of today, it's a little raspy, but I've been kind of eating bad. <laughs> like I ate cake for breakfast, so probably wasn't uh, a good idea. <laughs> and but, uh, Cr yeah. Christopher Shelton's laughing right now. We've got uh, two <laughs> smiley faces there. They're just laughing there. Yeah, you know, diet and everything. Yeah, when I was 12 or 13, I could eat whatever I wanted and it didn't affect me at all. But as I've gotten a little bit older, uh, it, uh, it, it does make a huge difference what you do put into you and especially as a musician and an artist. I mean, that is your instrument is your voice. And mm -hmm. that's something that you have to take care of. Well, let's, let's rewind back to January with your first release called silent whispers. This song is it's intense as well, but the video is just as intense. Can you tell us a little bit before we watch this video, what the song is about and what we're about to see in this video? Cause it's very interesting. Okay, you mean um, losing myself? That's losing, it. losing That's myself. It. Yes, sorry. Yeah, lose, <laughs> I got, losing I got myself. You, yeah, I'm losing myself over here. But yeah, the first <laughs> the first song, losing myself. Um, so that was I actually I originally I lost my voice in 2019, um, and it was gone for pretty much the whole year. And I didn't know what was wrong. I went to like multiple doctors, and that's when I found out it was the reflux thing. Um, but I was so depressed that year, like. For me, losing my voice was basically like I had that mentality of like, well, if I can't sing, I might as well just not live, you know, um, because singing is just like everything to me. And um, so I was just I was just really depressed and I didn't know what to do because I'd been to so many doctors and like they couldn't figure it out. I didn't find out until like the end of the year when I went to a new ENT and he was like, oh, you have silent reflux. So this is what you need to to do. Um, and then my voice started coming back after that. And so I got like out of the depression slowly. And, um, that's how I wrote losing myself. Cause I felt like I was losing myself. <laughs> <laughs> the video proves to be very interesting at the end. And I want to talk about that a little bit more after we watch the video, how it ends. I, I find it very fascinating how it ends. And this is losing myself. I got it right this time. Losing myself <laughs> <laughs> by a city. I'm, I'm, this is my first day up. So people just bear with me. I am, I am functioning. I got my coffee. We're, we're good to go. And Hey, for our viewers and our listeners, we do have a double shot tonight. I am doing a second round of Raven's heart at 8 PM tonight with my friends from red calling from Florida. So stick around for that. But while we wait for that, this is a city with losing myself.
taking the one-two punch, the take it down, TKO on whatever that... Is that a demon? Supposed to be a demon in that video? Um, If I tell you, it'll give it away. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're just going to have to keep guessing until like we show what it is later. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is to be continued, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. Oh, and when can we expect the follow-up video for this one? Um, probably there's going to be like a few videos that kind of like relate to it. So you'll okay. just have to watch all of the music videos to see. <laughs> okay. You've got me, you've got me hooked now because that look and expression on your face kind of reminded me, I'm sorry if I equated to this, reminded me of that scene in the empire strikes back where Luke Skywalker goes in and knocks the head off of Darth Vader and sees the mask come open and Luke sees himself in there. So, um, it's going to be really interesting. interesting to see how this unfolds. And I understand that you have another music video shoot coming up really soon and that you're actually looking for some people to be in your video. How can our viewers that are watching, if they want to be in an ACAD video, how can they become a part of it? So basically they can just send me or the ACAD page a message. Um, it's going to be in North Carolina. Um, so it's just like a one day shoot. Um, it's going to be all day. So basically, like if they want to be in it, um, just send me a message and I'll just add you to a group chat and I'll give you all the details in there. Um, but basically, um, maybe this will like tempt people to like want to actually do it. Um, you basically have to like fight with me and fight with Rob. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you saw what she did in that last video. So I don't know how many takers we're going to have now. Uh, this is uh, Buffy the Demon Slayer, Monica the Demon Slayer over here. <laughs> hey, you also got a couple other things going on that I want to talk about that I find really interesting. Uh, you have a Twitch channel. We have one too. We're on it right now. I don't know much about it except for we're there. So, you know, I, I got that. I'm, you know, technology and stuff is not my strong suit but you have a twitch channel where you play video games and you stream games and i've seen you i've watched you uh, kick some doors in on call of duty um can you tell <laughs> us a little bit about your twitch channel and what is it that you like about gaming so much well um so i haven't actually been on twitch in a couple weeks just because like i've been trying to like work on my voice and stuff so like i'm like i don't want to talk for like hours on end <laughs> Um, but, um, I'll probably get back on there soon, but, um, yeah, I just, I've been gaming, like, I think since I was like six, <laughs> um, I started by playing like a dinosaur hunting game and, um, that was back when like dial up internet came out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was a long time ago but um i don't know like i just i guess it's interesting to me because you can like do whatever you want in a video game you know you can like go into these like fantasy worlds and like just have fun with it um i did like a little bit of professional um call of duty gaming when i was like 17 okay. um I got invited to go out to California to play like an MLG for Call of Duty Black Ops, but I turned it down. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I just, I didn't have the money to like go to California and all that. So, I mean, I was 17, right? So, 
Um, but now like, I don't really play it to be competitive or anything. I just play it for fun. Um, it kind of helps with stress and it's just fun to play with like your friends and stuff. Um, even like, you know, internet friends and stuff. Cause you don't see them, but you can interact by playing call of duty. So it's a community experience, isn't it? Yeah. Would, would you say? Yeah. And you know, you're laughing about, you know, when dial up came out, I'm thinking about my first video game experiences, which were Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Frogger and Centipede. So, and yes, even Pong, we're going back that far. So, um, <laughs> uh, I like you can catch me on my live stream on Twitch playing Pac-Man. Walk, 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 walk. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that'd be as uh, much interesting. If people want to catch you on Twitch, how do they, how do they get to follow? follow you on Twitch. So go to twitch.tv slash queen. And yeah, and then you'll just see like my past videos that you can watch for now. And then right now, like I don't really have a lot of like Twitch streamers, like they do a schedule. I don't really have a schedule because my life's kind of hectic right now. <laughs> so you just kind of have to like hit subscribe and then you'll get a notification when I'm going online kind of thing. So <laughs> <laughs> and what is next on the project horizon for a city? We know that you've got the new music video coming up that you're working on. When can we expect a new release from you? So we, we actually have the rest of the year planned out. Um, so hopefully let me think, um, probably in the next, like, I want to say like month or two, probably like in a couple of months because the video shoot will be July. Um, and then we've got to give our video guy time to like edit and all that. Um, but yeah, probably in the next couple months or so, like we'll have another single. Um, and then you can expect like, Oh, let me think. Maybe two more after that for the rest of the year, one or two more. Um, and then we do have plans for an EP next year. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, so yeah, you'll, you'll probably see a couple more singles this year. Nice. Nice. Everything that you put out is becoming more and more powerful. I like the progression of the way that you've been releasing music. I mean, what you released in January, um, you know, with losing myself, just absolutely amazing. I loved it. And then with Silent Whispers, I'm like, okay, we're really, we're really, you know, moving into some intense, heavy music that helps us process what's going on in this world, the things that we have to grapple with and deal with as humans. And before we close tonight, I want to go back to the song, um, Losing Myself. There's uh, a part of the chorus where it says, cannot escape the prison I created. I like that. Can you explain that a little bit more about the prison that you created? What is, what is that about? So like, I feel like me and like a lot of people actually have this problem. Like a lot of the times we're like trapped in our own head, um, kind of like fighting with yourself. Um, and that's kind of like a prison. So you're, you're letting like the devil kind of get to you and you're like fighting with all of this like negative thoughts and stuff. And so you've basically created yourself a prison in your mind. <laughs> that is so true. A lot of what goes in on our, on, in our minds, 
we're not necessarily victims of, but we perpetuate it in our minds. And that's something that we're going to be talking about more in the second hour when we talk to Red Calling. And this, what you're portraying here, creating the prison in your mind, I got it when I saw the video with the skulls and the candles and everything like that. I was like, I get it. That's the mind. That's the that's the head. Um, we've got a lot of skulls here in our studio, too. Got my skull with the rave. There we go. Uh, people think <laughs> that this is Hogwarts in here, but there's actually biblical significance behind all of it. And unfortunately, the significance of that has been hidden. And when we start to understand it, it starts to free us because the battle begins in the mind. That's mm -hmm. where freedom starts and the heart follows the mind. Right. And it's so important for us to be disciplined. I guess that's what it means to be a disciple. There we go. To be disciplined in our thought process <laughs> and what we think through our minds. And this song, um, losing myself really really highlights that that it's important about what we think and the way that we think what we let into our minds and that no we are not victims of our minds and you know a lot of people are like well the devil this the devil that the demons this the demons that they really don't have a lot of work to do they can just kind of push a little button you know, mm -hmm. and then it just spins and sends everything into a tailspin force. And yeah. then we got Tiffany here. Yes, spot on about the <laughs> mind. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Tiffany. So, Monica, do you have anything else that you would like to share with us before we depart and get ready for the double shot hour two of Raven's Heart this evening? I really appreciate you joining us. I really enjoy your music and I love where you're coming from. Well, I, I really appreciate you too. And like, it's really cool that you had me on here. Um, I will say the next song is not going to be as heavy as Silent Whispers. Um, well, musically, it's not going to be, but it's kind of like a mix of the two. Um, okay. So don't expect it to be like, you know, knocking you down, um, but it's got like a really interesting message. So you've oh. piqued my interest <laughs> <laughs> you have piqued my interest absolutely and uh, <laughs> tiffany says we look forward to crossing paths with the city from the last trumpet in north carolina yes. absolutely well speaking of heavy i do have to do a promo for this real quick next week at the 7 p.m hour we have with us joining us for some heavy heavy theology dr michael s heiser Next week on Raven's Heart, we're going to talk about all those things, the demons in the unseen realm. Uh, we're even going to talk about aliens. We're going to, we have to talk about that. I mean, my goodness, it's being talked about on TV and the news now. So uh, we got to talk about that. We're going to talk about all those Bible verses that pastors like to skip because it makes them very, very uncomfortable. So you're going to have to join us for that next week. Uh, I am just blown away that he agreed to come and talk to us here at Raven's Heart and, and share with us. Um, he doesn't do very many guest podcasts now because he gets so many of them uh, requests, but he chose us because we have a very unique listenership and viewership. And we're taking this from a totally different angle. And what he's going to help us do is take a look at some of the secular, I hate to use that word, metal songs and the things that are being spoken of there and find it actually in scripture. So it's going to be really, really, really cool. And remember, if you want to be in Monica's music video, reach out to her. How can they reach out to you again? Pretty much on Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> okay, that's Monica Soe, S-O-E, or a city. And if you ever need a crazy guy in a straight jacket with a Boston <laughs> Terrier, I'm your guy. So, hey, everybody, we'll be back at the eight o'clock hour with Red Calling. And we, uh, until then, peace out and rock on, people. Monica, thank you for joining us tonight.
Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. For Lithoscry.com.